Welcome to Argue Bros, the podcast that gives you multiple perspectives on today's hottest topics. Hosted by Nico Pingin, Fred in Progress, and Jess Freeman. If you're looking for some inspiration from and for normal people, or simply want to know the bros a little more, you better open up your mind to the fresh perspective that's coming your way right now. And welcome to the next episode of Argue Bros. We just want to thank everybody that took their time out of the day to listen to us. We apologize about us taking a little bit of time. It was time to grind. We are joined today by Jess Freeman and Fred in Progress. Thank you guys for being here once again. We yes, back. Sir, yes, sir. We back. You know, and talking about taking a little break, you know, we do have to talk about mental health a little bit because not saying that anybody here is suffering from mental health, but you know, it's something that's so important because look at the NBA. James Harden, his first choice was not the Brooklyn Nets. It was Philadelphia. And Ben Simmons is using mental health as a reason to not play. So I think it's really important that if in the NBA there's players that are advocating for mental health, that it's important that we discuss that at least a little bit for today's episode. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, I would like to say that there's two sides to the Ben Simmons story. He could have had mental health or he's leveraging mental health for his business. Stop the cap. It could be either way. I mean, like, he lost millions off that mental health bid, though. It Was the ego hurt? Is that considered mental health? No. Mm-hmm. Like, do you think that? Do you think, like, all the people shitting on him for playing bad because he did play bad? Do you think that yeah. counts as mental health? No, nah, I honestly think saying playing bad counts as mental health. No, him playing bad calls the fans and everyone to shit talk him tremendously. And then that calls mental health, which is basically a bruised ego. No, because mm. if, if we're going to that, to that theory, theoretic shit, my fault. But um, if it was like that, then, bro, Derrick Rose would have had mental health. Fucking let's see who else would have had mental but nobody health. Nobody quit on Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose just got injured. Exactly, and the fans were just saying he's glass, he's this and that, he's not valuable anymore, and just disregarding him. His body may have been weak, but he had mental fortitude at least. Yeah, he was strong mentally. No, 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 exactly. That's what I'm saying, the difference though, because he was still getting knocked like Ben Simmons. He was getting his game critiqued horribly, just like Ben Simmons. Like, oh, he can't do this anymore, he can't do that, look. I mean, I think personally it's different, because Derrick Rose can't control his body's fragility versus... Ben Simmons doesn't want to enter. Exactly. This is where I'm getting at. This is where I'm getting at. Is this new generation shit to look pretty instead of just grinding hard, keeping your head in the mud, keeping your mental fortitude strong, and just when the clouds are blue, I mean, when the sky is blue and the clouds are showing, rise your head above the waters again, you know what I mean? But Ben Simmons, he did not go that route at all. He just said, oh, they don't like how I played? Damn, I don't want to talk to them no more. Get me out of here. Get me out of here. They said they don't like how I played in game five. Get me out of here. Like, man, stop all that crying, bro. But you think he's supposed to stay there with people that hate him? Because wouldn't that be worse for mental health is staying in a toxic environment? I've heard NBA Not stories that... Not if you can that, the environment by changing your actions. Bro, literally, like... But if you're depressed, you don't want to change your actions. And that's the, that's the question. Where does mental health begin and mental weakness start? And then we have mental fortitude as well. So, like, at what point do we dip into? Wait, they're all their, different. Their mental health, yeah, they're mental, yeah, they're all different. So, mental health is like you're actually suffering from something, and you need like psychiatric or therapeutic or no. But before all that, you need freaking honesty with yourself, truthfully, because you could, <laughs> you could that's say part of mental fortitude. It, you, you think so though? Yeah, because mental toughness is a 
all-encompassing thing. So if you're able to self-reflect, you're able to be strong which, within your own reason, understand where you're weak and where you're strong, that's mental fortitude in itself because you're able to see yourself as who you are and not the crowd and everyone else telling you who you are. That's tough alone. So that's, there's, different, there's different levels to like mental health, in my opinion. So like there's mental health, there's mental fortitude, and there's mental weakness. Some people just got just weak mentals. Like mm. they, got, they got professional skills. They're physically in peak performance, but mm-hmm. they can't perform. Because their their weakness is mental. That's why mm-hmm. I want to I want to cross reference this. Esports teams they start having a lot of mental health professionals because they realize a lot of their players couldn't perform because they were having mental weaknesses. Like mid match, a, a match will swing in their favor, and then they I don't, I don't know where they start losing. They lose like ten four rounds in a row, mm-hmm. and then they just like crumble because their mental crumbled. And so a lot of teams start investing hundreds thousand dollars on keeping psychiatrists on pay for the mm-hmm. entire season. And the first team that did that won a major. And then everyone else just started copying them. And I think that's, I think it's another very important facet that people overlook is the mental. I mean, everybody's going to overlook it when there's no quote unquote proven reason. And so, as you mentioned, the moment you have proven results, like, hey, if your players are capable of mentally staying locked and focused and they're not distracted, like whether they win or lose, they're always going to play consistently. And if we know that our strategy is consistently better than their strategy, we're going to win. Everybody's going to recognize that and immediately pick that up. It's like a little domino effect. Like, oh, snap. It's like he was able to do that. Boom. Everybody starts to do that. Now, instead of mentals being into effect, you're actually taking skills and strategy. Like if everybody's at peak performance, eventually the NBA, esports, et cetera, they're just going to be based off of the strategy and the game, not based off of the emotions that a player is currently going through. Like, you know, if somebody was going through mental anguish because something happened, like that girl that was in the Olympics that she got banned or whatever because she tested positive for drugs, Shariah Jackson, I think her name was. Shakari Richardson. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes, thank you for correcting me. Yes, her, like she just went through a very sad event and she wasn't allowed to continue playing. You know, I don't think Ben Simmons went through a situation like that. At least he hasn't publicized it. Apparently, I want to throw in, apparently behind the scenes, he was already seeing a team therapist or some type of therapist for like a half a year or something before all this went down. So who knows? Maybe he was. Maybe he was. Possibility. I mean, he has been. People. Have been, it could be like, it could, like I heard, like Shaq said, he was getting shit on for many years, missing yeah, free yeah, throws yeah, and everything. Exactly. But he just got better because he had mental fortitude. So I wonder if it's just like mental weakness. Is it mental health? Or is it just lack of mental fortitude? Or maybe you think he's just gotten complacent being an NBA player. Like there's no, there's no reason to keep trying if people are just throwing 30 and 40 million dollars at you and you're not even hey, putting he was losing millions though. He was losing millions for a while now. Now, you know how I feel about that. He the was NBA. willingly losing millions. Uh, I think I think that that was part of his contract. Anybody who disagrees, you leave a comment. I think NBA bees doing stuff like that. That's part of your contract. Yeah, bro. I'd be thinking like, dude, just like, think about it. Think about it. The most drama is going to be your star player not wanting to play. People are going to start being, you know, into that. And then you can immediately use that as leverage to get James Harden. Like, you could not write a script better than that. If you were the GM and 2K, think about that. You would force a mental health situation with one of my star players just so I can get that player that I... Bro, the GM for, for the 76ers is the GM that the Rockets were in, where James Harden won MVP. You know what I'm saying? It's not... I don't think it's too far of a stretch to say that there's some stuff between the lines. Like, I don't have access to read the NBA players' contracts to know. 
And you know, if I did, I would be reading that and I would see like, is there a clause that says the GMs can fabricate a story and the players have to go through with that in order to create much of a, you know, a bigger buzz? Because they, they can't do a lot of things outside of what the team allows. Man, I don't even know if Joel Embiid wanted, wanted him. I think after the first year that they didn't do good, Joel Embiid was like, you're on thin ice with me. And then the second year, he's like, I don't think I don't think he wanted James Harden. Like, I don't I mean, it's an upgrade theoretically. No, no, he did. I, he did. I don't think so. I think it's another weak-minded person for another weak-minded person. No, I think Joel Embiid for sure wanted James Harden. They were seen talking a lot. That's why when James Harden said that Brooklyn wasn't my first choice, and it's like, man, are you saying that for real? Like, what? Like, I don't even know because I don't, I don't, I don't follow the teams like that. So I don't know if in the beginning of the season he was mad hype and and saying all this like, oh, we're gonna win and stuff like that. So I don't know. But now to for him to come out and say like, oh, that wasn't even my first team. Like I really want a Philly. It's like what? I mean, uh, James Harden in Brooklyn is like Kyrie with the Celtics. Like, yeah, I want to be here on the side. Is like him and Ky- him and Katie. Hey man, there's two slots left. Let's go to that team. Let's play together, man. Nah, but I'm thinking that it might also be the fact that, like, what if, what if that bar stool story, whatever that you had sent. So, uh, Just Freeman sent me a bar stool story that was talking about how Kyrie was just dusting on James Harden, and that then he called him wash and like stuff. Like, I don't, I don't believe the story per se, but something like that could have happened, or James Harden could have told the team like, this wasn't my first choice anyway, and. Kyrie might have gotten his feelings and been like, word? All right, so I'm not going to get back then. Like, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just, saying. I'm just saying, like, that could have been each other's way to, like... That's an odd scenario. Because he said he's washed, he's not going to get his back. <laughs> bro, because remember, so I, I was saying, like, that's the case if Kyrie said something like, yo, James, you washed. And James is like, hey, I don't even care because, like, this wasn't even my first choice. As soon as my contract is over, I'm going to Philly. And then, you know, Kyrie's like, hey, man, I don't I don't like that. So, you know what? I'm just not going to play no more. I'm not going to get vaccinated. He can't say legally that he doesn't want to play because it's part of his contract. But what he can say is that, you know what? I don't want to take this vaccine and I'm going to use that as an excuse. And then once him and KD figured out that KD is going to take Kyrie's side and that they're going to work a trade to try to get James out of there because they're not trading people overnight. Like the NBA doesn't just trade people overnight. They're setting this stuff up way, way, way behind the scenes. So they're already doing all this paperwork because it's all legal. Like it's all legal paperwork. So they're setting all this stuff up. And then maybe that's when, you know, Kyrie decided to go back and only play home games because now New York isn't allowing him to play unless he gets back. But if he goes to another state that doesn't have that as a requirement, he gets that opportunity. And that's why, I, I mean, I'm just saying like there's so many circumstantial things the NBA does need to present an entertainment aspect to it. If it's just NBA, if it's just basketball, no one's going to really be looking at it. I don't think they have to force any entertainment. I think it just comes naturally with how many people, that, what the type of people they have. Are you sure? Because look at the last five years worth it's of stars. It's not star. WWE. Like, look at the past five years. Like, Has there been a drastic difference out of like the top five players in the past like five to six years? No, but there's been a, a meta change. Like... Slowly, the teams, the big three teams, meta is slowing down now. Everyone's going to their picking their teams and picking who they want to play with and such. The new generation of rising stars as well. There's always a exactly. story. They're not going to force anything. They have all these new players coming in that everyone's falling behind. Like it, it always refreshing. Like I trade. That's the story. It's the story happens because of the year, two years in a row. Not forced. You know? 
Blake Griffin, rookie of the year. He Blake Griffin pulled a Ben Simmons before Ben Simmons. So you're saying everything's orchestrated? Yeah, of course. It makes a better story because oh, you wilding, you wilding, you was wilding. People, was people wilding. are gonna play basketball regardless. When you add the story, it adds more to it. The story it happens because the reality happens. They just reported well. I don't know if I about them reporting it well. It does get reported. Like, like I was looking at this article the other day. And I posted on, on the chat talking about this billionaire wants to get LeBron's jeans and Serena Williams jeans together. And I'm just like, man, now that's wildin', bro. But if you ever saw Star Wars, it might not be too wildin'. Because in Star Wars, there was the Clone Wars. You know what I'm saying? And the Clone Wars were essentially taking the G DNA of like the best and the most gifted bounty hunter in the whole galaxy, which I think that's what the Mandalorian is. I don't know. Star Wars fans, don't butcher me. Don't kill me if I was if I got that wrong. Uh, set but, him up on the crucifix. Nah, chill out. <laughs> but yeah, like they took the genes of the best guy and they cloned them. And it's like, you know, we have the two best athletes and this guy's like, you know, Paula, like he is he's already apologizing to like the, both of their spouses and they're like, hey, listen, they're the two most gifted black athletes on this planet. You put them together. Bro, they don't actually have to have sex. We have the we have the capability to just get LeBron semen, get her eggs, and have a test tube baby. Problem solved. But is it is it the same thing? No, nah, my question is Is it not? No, because they're testing babies. Is you it, just need a surrogate. You just need a surrogate. So what they do is that's why they're surrogate mothers. They get the seedling and then they take the woman's egg and they inject it in the woman. Wait, that's what happens? Is it one billion each or? They just, they implant the egg that's already been germinated into the woman. Wait, wait. So, so then you're, so then does the baby, who is the babies then? Like the, the DNA is. is the, the DNA has already been created because they already put the sperm inside the egg. They're just putting the egg inside the woman, a different woman. That's what a surrogate mother is. Oh, so the guy is correct me if I'm wrong, guy, but that's what that's what a surrogate is, is. I mean, I just I just based off of like Abraham and like the Bible and stuff. Like I thought the man just does it with the girl. No, so they don't even have to they don't even have to have sex. Oh, so in the modern times or whatever, like they're they're doing that stuff. Mm -hmm. So then it's like is the child like a fifty percent of the man, fifty percent the egg, and zero percent of the woman that carried? Because I would think what like because what you're saying is like the test tube baby that like they're gonna have to be born like like Vegeta or something like that and like one of those like DBZ. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I just things. researched you guys. I have the computer at my fingertips. So it's called <laughs> gestational surrogates, a technique called in vitro fertilization. Now it makes it possible to gather eggs from the mother or an egg donor, fertilize them with the sperm from the father or sperm from the donor, and then place the embryo and the uterus of a gestational surrogate. So literally, the woman doesn't even have to have the genes. It could just be LeBron's semen, Serena's eggs, and just put it in some woman to have the baby. And it's and and it's going to be like 50% each. There's no, like that. There's, that no, there's no way the genes will mix with the other woman who's carrying it. It is because the egg is already connected to the sperm. Yes, and that's it's, already, it. it's already gestated, just like a flower is already gestated. Wait, but growing. then... Man, that's almost sad for the woman though, because wouldn't the woman have that emotional connection for that nine? Oh, they paid thousands of dollars to, to 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 carry a baby. But I'm saying, like emotionally, wouldn't that woman have like that emotional tie? And the and the mom who had that egg, the mom who had the egg, like Serena wouldn't have any ties to that child, like emotionally speaking, because she didn't. Rich people who don't, their wives don't want to carry their baby. There, there's actual stories of that. They they'll have a surrogate instead. They do that. Yeah. So, so oh, wait, way, I mean, Kim Kardashian, Kim Kardashian did that with Kanye, right? 
I don't know. I don't know. No, I heard that. No, no. You told me they went to the moon. I believe it. I don't know. No, no, no. Because I heard that they did the surrogate thing. That's why I was asking. Like, he didn't do it with the lady so that he could just like have, just like when they go to like a sperm bank, he could just do the sperm bank donation. And just like there's an egg, like egg donation or freezing eggs. And then you put yeah, that together. Yeah, that's literally with a lot of older women who are getting into <gasps> oh! pregnancy. They freeze their eggs. It's called in vitro. And then they have a surrogate. But when you do it that future, way? Because they can't oh, carry Oh, that's what anymore. that is. Can you call yourself a mother? Like a real mother? What do you mean a real mother? No. Like, you know how people be like, this my baby have a maternity connection to them. Yeah, they no blood, no blood relation, but they carried the baby to term. That's it. They have no, they have no DNA. No, no. Wait, so you're telling me, you're telling me if that, if that was the next LeBron James or the next like Michael Jordan as kind of person, like that person who carried them for nine months can't be like, that's my child too. Correct. They sign contracts. So they, they have no relation to that their, their only job is to carry just like it's a job. Oh, so that billionaire is literally just asking for permission to take their DNA, essentially, and be like, hey, this is a human being that you will I mean, never I, see. He may, he may want to see them have sex. I don't know what his taste was. He may want to see him in person. True. Oh, that's true. Yeah. I, yeah. Rich people have different kind of tastes. Exactly. Like that. They got different money. They, they experience anything they want. Now they just want, they may, he may want to see that and be like, oh my God, the two best body built athletes together. <laughs> he, may, he may want to see that more than having the baby. <laughs> How do you like it so far? Don't forget to reach out via social media and suggest the next hot topics to argue about. And the reason that that was such a big thing to me is because like over the weekend, the Houston Texans defensive back, Jonathan Owens, he he questioned uh, uh, Simone Biles to be his girl forever. And I was looking at that like, wow, this billionaire is trying to do what that guy just did. Trying to get one of the greatest athletes in a sport in order to like, because those babies are going to be super gifted. Yeah. Not only going to be like six foot, like imagine a six foot five, like flexible gymnastic. You know what the I'm saying? The genes and the training are going to be good. That's Whether female or male. Exactly. Genes, training, nutrition, which is something that you struggle oh, yeah, with on yeah. a day-to-day -day basis. Like, and that should, that should be rolled right into mental health. <laughs> is nutrition because your food also nutrition is easier because it's tangible so people actually put more focus towards it things you, that are intangible is always things that are harder to grasp yeah yeah that's why every team has a nutritionist every every player they put money into having a nutritionist and having what they eat and everything like that it's way but easier. for the, the more tangible things are easier to focus on and understand how they affect your body things that are intangible such as the mind that we don't understand yet but what if somebody doesn't have the motivation or the discipline to stay focused on that motivation? Oh, are you talking about Zion Williamson? That man, that man, the beignets? <laughs> no, nah, because I'm thinking James Harden was chunky in Houston, but the moment he got to Brooklyn, he was skinny. He, he, wasn't, he wasn't trying. He wanted to get traded, bro. If you want to get traded, I'm hitting the strip club and give me some chicken wings. What are you doing, bro? Bro, like I said, that's all fabricated. The guy, him little baby. Yeah, I'm pretty points. sure. I'm pretty sure the Rockets uh, GM was like, "Hey, listen, I'm gonna leave this job, and they're gonna hire me in Philly." So, the, so yeah, so the way the way you can play back with me and try to get, you know, I'm gonna try to get you a, a championship caliber team because the Houston Rockets ain't got it no more. Is listen, you need to put some weight. People are gonna be like, ah, oh, whatever, and I'm gonna trade you. I'm gonna, yeah, yeah, bro. These are GMs. They're going for the long plays. Like he could have finessed James Harden's career like that, and James Harden might have you, you think they really won that trade though? Like Philly versus Nets, who you think won? 
well, I think the Nets won hands down, no question. Oh, yeah, they got Seth Curry too and picks like bro. Oh yeah, bro. Yeah. And Andre Drummond. They got a championship yeah. caliber team and got extra pieces. Like that's the crazy thing. They improved their player. Like a lot of people want to hate on Ben Simmons, but he's a defensive monster. His wingspan, his lateral quickness, like he has a he's first team all defense. They don't hands need down. another scorer. They have Kevin Durant. And Kyrie. Three people. Kyrie played half the time. They got half of Kyrie. No, no. Listen, listen. Like you said, KD can play for three people. And Kyrie, when he shows up, he can play for three people. They need people. Kyrie like that. Bro, he half a a man right now because he can't play half their games. (laughs) How many can he play then? Like he could drop 50 on a dime, bro. All right, chill out. When was the last time that happened? When was the last time he played? What do you mean? Like two or three games ago. You didn't see it? He was cooking. Come on, man. How are you going to say what? You know, Kyrie. Man, and that, I, I'm sorry. I'm only watching the games in New York. I ain't even seen them. That's, it. that's Kyrie. Yeah, yeah. He's been I playing. I watched their home games. I'm bad. Yeah, yeah. He's been playing. Like, he, he torched, <laughs> he, he torched the, the Pacers the, when they faced off and whatnot. But, yeah, like, they the got Pacers, those. Boy, the Pacers are trash. What are you talking about? They're nasty nah, now. Nah, they're good. All right. They're all right. I can't say they're nasty. Like, what do you mean? They got Harrington now. They made trades. They made moves. They got a nasty backcourt now. Recently. Hmm? Recently. Yeah. Let me see what Kyrie's stats look like yeah. nowadays. His playing, like the recent playing. You got to make sure you put play. <laughs> uh, Kyrie yeah. dropped 25 easily on a regular night. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, easy, oh, yeah, but, for sure. Yeah. But when he now wants let's to, say, now let's say if, the ante, no, let's cap. say if he's uh being called wash or saying, Hey, James, why can't you score buckets like me? Look, I just hit another three. You overread sometimes, bro. You're overread sometimes. Like, those are two people. Now you also have Patty Mills, Seth Curry, and Cam Johnson, who can easily do 10 20 points off the bench. They got a solid team. They just need somebody like Ben Simmons, who's just going to pass it to the shooters. Or somebody who's going to play defense. Like, he's not a 3 and D. He's just a passer in defense. What I would suggest, though, is, like, if he learned how to set screens, he could be a point forward, just like Lamar Odin was on the Lakers. Did you just say, wait, you talk, who? Who said screens? Ben Simmons. Oh, okay, if, okay. I yeah, if, oh, he's a, screen. Oh, I'm, I'm no, 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 no. Chill, chill, chill. Or, or he could be a pick and pop like Lamar Odin. If no, he just learned, he cannot shoot, bro. Nigga. <laughs> nigga. You you the kind of coach you the kind of coach that will give your players mental health. Be like, hey man, it's just a fifteen foot jumper, man. Come on, man. Nah, you nah, practice nah, a thousand whoa, times, whoa. you are gonna hit at least maybe forty percent. And after he shoots and he only makes twenty out of five thousand, be like, man, you are really get bad your at weight this. up, boy. It's like, and, and he's telling you, hey, listen, I need to go to my second therapist now because like you're making my mental stress like go off the roof. Justin, you'd be like, I don't care about no mental health. You know what I had to go through when I was playing? Man, it's something to it though. It's something to it though. They ain't I mean, the they're not lying. The but think had. about it. If, if you grew up spoiled. in an, everyone getting spoiled right now because this is the most abundant life. If you grew up in- getting spoiled, what do you expect these players to be like? No, no, no. I'm not talking about players. I'm talking about in general. We're at the most abundant humanity oh, that humans so long. Right now? Yeah, so we're building softer people because the world doesn't require hard people right now. We're at the peak of the age of knowledge. That's true. Now, are you saying that because he dated a Kardashian or are you just saying that? What? I mean, we could extrapolate that humanity <laughs> is weak in total because he dated a Kardashian. I mean, <laughs> that makes sense as well. I mean, like I said, you say anything about the Kardashians, I'll believe it. I don't know. Yo, what if that was they, in the they, contract? They put their hand over the sun. All right, they got billions. I don't know, maybe. Nah, but that's true, though. That's what if true, that's though. why they only traded two people? 
you know, two people, two people from Philly, and then one person to Boston because they added the Kardashians in the trade with. <laughs> Man, I know why. She she did a whole roster at this point. Yo, chill they out. Build now. a team around her pussy. Oh my lord! <laughs> no, not a, not a, not just a team, an all star team. <laughs> yeah, she got an all star team. <laughs> Jordan Clarkson, he got six man of the year. Oh my god! Uh, Blake Griffin, he won dunk contest. Ben Simmons, he got rookie of the year. Devin Booker, I don't. Did Devin he ever win anything? That would be so funny if we get big enough. And we can have, we can invite some of them on. That would be funny if we invite all of them on. They don't know that the reason that it connects them is that they had sex with Khloe Kardashian. I mean, not, like, <laughs> no, I think they know. I think they know. No, I'm saying they don't know why we invited them all. It's oh, oh, all oh, So somebody invites them to a show or a podcast, and uh-huh. I'm gonna show and be like, so the one thing that's commonality in this group that we wanted to really talk about. Is it's like, oh, we're in the NBA. <laughs> oh, I'd be like, oh, and then you're gonna have oh, somebody God. say, I did it first, <laughs> and you'd be like, bro, I did it best. You could just, it was yeah, like, yeah. Just you start, already know. You just already start know. some beef, man. Yeah, you're like. And then, nah, she said I was the biggest, though. And it's like, what? She said that nah, to me. If, they on the same, if they're on the same team, I'd be like, Bro, Ben Simmons is on the same team with Blake, bro. What are you talking about? They're on the same team. Oh. Bro, that conversation got to be wild. If they talk about that, because, you know, they might not want to talk about that. That'll be you're awkward. Because, right, right. you know, some Yo, guys... Some, now they're gonna be like, "Yo, you got her tomorrow. I'll bring her in tonight. I got you, bro." bro. No, you no, Tristan on no. that right now. I heard Tristan on that right now. We can hit up later though. Nah, um, what's her face? The uh, I forgot her name. Kendall. She's dating. Um, she's dating. What's her face right now? In uh, in uh, she's dating uh, uh Devin Booker, and she da- she's the one that dated the whole rosters of, of of players. So she dated all them two there. She dated a guy in Utah. She's dating a guy in. In Phoenix right now, and I think it's because obviously he was about to be a championship. She wanted to say I was here before he was a winner. And can you imagine the audacity, man? But yeah, that conversation would be kind of crazy though, because some guys they'll, they'll do the locker room talk, and then some other guys they'll, they'll like, "Yo, don't even talk to me about it." They like, "Yo, come on, man! Like we both dated her, we should be friends." It's like, nah, please don't talk about that situation. Eskimo brothers. And it's like, oh my lord, yo, come on now, chill out. That is crazy. I mean, would you? Hey, hey! If you were a basketball player and she approached you, would you? Would you deny it, nigga? Like, I want my turn. You feel me? Like, that's nah, pretty far I, thinking. No, no, I would definitely deny it. Look at look look what this. what you're talking nah, about. This is my opinion. This is my opinion. I think the NBA the girls players, you can get after her. The clout you get from just dating her. Yeah, you gotta talk. Like, you gotta talk to the agent. Yeah, you gotta talk to the agent. Sheets and there's yeah. benefits in the no, streets. No, no sheets, but no sheets. There are no benefits. Yo, Justin, <laughs> tell him why there are no benefits, because he's about to tell him why there are no benefits there. <laughs> Justin's like, did you see that too, thing? <laughs> yeah. Damn, he got D-Lo too, and, and Ben Simmons. Oh, my God. And Kuzma. Oh, my God. Legitimately. Bro, it's an all-star team. Like, think about it. That roster right there, that's an NBA team. Bro, they all ran through her. That's crazy. Her body's still there. She got a tough body. Bro, she's you a think so? You think it's still there, or... Now the doctors back up. They <laughs> <laughs> got billions, bro. They call whatever doctor they need. Yeah, they, she could just ask her sister, like, "Hey, listen, I got a refresher." I'm, yeah, and I'm gonna transplant my pussy. It's, it's broken. Yo, I remember I when I are you using oh, the mode from 2016 or the mode from 2019? Which mode? Dude. Yo, that's wild. That's wild. <laughs> now, nah, but I think in that situation, they they gotta talk. They gotta talk to the agent. They'd be like, "Yo, listen." I have the chance to date a Kardashian, man, but I want to be on this roster team. And the agent is like, Fred, like, hey, listen, you date that girl, you're going to get into a Hollywood movie. And it's like, what? It's like, yeah, man, I'm going to get you into the Space Jam revenue, 3. Jersey's about to sell. 
It's like, and your jersey going to sell. Every time you step up, everybody's going to be like, yo, who is that next to Kendall? It's like, that's Devin Booker. It's like, Devin Booker's jersey sales jumped up 300%. Bro, it's like hot potato. Whoever married here won't carry that L. It's like, who's who's the... uh? It's like, who's the demographic that's been buying the new jerseys, NBA.com, with all the stats? It's like, we see that it's girls between the ages of 13 and 19 years old. It's like, wait, so you mean to tell me that we have a demographic that aren't strictly male? It's like, yep. It's like, so why are they buying his jerseys? It's like, well, it looks like the Kardashian is dating him now. And that moment, that's a blessing and a curse because now everyone's going to compare that. And the moment she gets married, everybody's going to be like, you married that guy? But look at all the guys you dated. Hey, wait, That's hold on. Crazy. Rick Fox was part of that thing too. I know. No, Rick Fox <laughs> wait, was Chloe. what? I, was, I know Rick Fox so old, bro. Rick Fox was dating Chloe apparently at some point after after Lamar Odom. I know, he was bro, a he rebound. Hey, he he got it in at his age. Like, it don't nah, matter. he got the money, bro. They they're not they're not fooling with bro. Like even a mediocre even a mediocre NBA player still makes bank. James Harden dated Chloe. What the hell? Oh my yeah. god! If, they, if the Kardashians put a whole team together, like for themselves, they could, they could own an NBA team. What, are you looking at the whole together. roster? Yeah, I'm looking at the whole roster for all the sisters, bro. Bro, yo, Fred, when you get they got, when you they make got a starting five, when, oh when you make enough money, you know you can just do a charity event with and just reach out to them. Like, hey, man, we trying to put a charity event, you know? And then, like you said, you don't tell them until like they show up. And I like, hey, I wanted some synergy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I don't get along with this dude. He dated my ex. <laughs> For the it's children. Like, no, I was like, children, nah. you you'd be, be like, here. yeah, you'd be like, nah, y'all dated the same girl. What you mean she dated my ex? Y'all date, y- did y'all hit each other up and be like, hey, man, you're going to date her in March? Because I'm going to get her in June when it's my turn to go to the NBA playoffs because I want to make sure I got all eyes on me. That is crazy. I wonder if you got to get in contract with them, Bri. I'm pretty sure that there's a lot of NDAs because they're not just going to let you walk in the house and tell them, you know, walk out and then say all the secrets. Isn't like one of the reasons that Lamar Odom was depressed was because a lot of stuff he wanted to say he couldn't. And then after he almost died, he was like, F this NDA. I'm telling everything. Like, isn't that what happened? Like his wife, like Chloe was like, yeah, you can do whatever you want as long as you tell me. And he's like, I want to tell you. Like, I don't want to tell you. I'm not all up on the um, on the Kardashian lore. Like I said, you could tell me any about them. Oh, I get it. I believe it. They're rich enough. Oh, and their man. power is rich, great enough. I mean, I didn't even know she dated Chandler Parsons. Bro, they wow. ran through the NBA roster, bro. Oh, my God. Oh, that's, that is sad. Hey, I mean, hey, they, they come to the NBA like as a shopping list. They're like, bro, I no. Him. I want him. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I was going to say, what if what if the WNBA did and that might be yeah, able that's, to spice that's, that. that's like the MVP award, except you, you get a Kardashian at the end of the year. Oh my Play lord! What would be the well? Hold on, but what would be the male equivalent though? Male like equivalent if what? The, like if the WNBA MVP, like what? What? Do they, who do they get? Like do they get like Taylor Lautner? Like who do they get? Do they get Michael Michael B. Jordan? Like who would they be getting? Ain't none of them get nobody. They look. I, I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it. Okay. Ain't nobody want a tall woman. Nah, man. Whoa, wait a minute, man. Yo, leave a comment if you're a tall woman and you hate this man right now. I, wait, yo, hate him, hate him. No, hate him, everybody. Oh, no, chill, chill, chill. That's why. That's why I'm just saying. Right, I'm hold just on, saying, Fred. Bro. What do you? Hold on. Where do you consider tall? Because your your perspective on tall might be might be six a four foot five. That's why I see women. Okay. It's statistically, okay. it's you can research this. Women who are six feet and up struggle getting dates because short men in general don't want to be shorter than their woman. Oh, that's mm. true. Or false. And only that is true. There's only like, there's only like, I don't even know the percentage. I can, I can Google it real quick. Yeah, I remember Kevin Simmons saying like, 
the ideal height is to be like four inches shorter than type of thing. So a five foot ten dude should date a girl at least no taller than five foot six. And that five ten is the ideal is in America, the uh, average. Only four percent of adult men are six two and taller. And what about women? Let me Google that, sir. Because then if it if it's a if it's more women that are six foot tall, then you know. But if it's less than, then that's a definitely less than one percent. Roughly one percent of U.S. women are six. And how many men are over or taller? Three point nine. So it's like almost three times as much. So there's more men that are taller. They're just not choosing their those tall women. Yeah, women, we want shorter women. Us tall men want shorter women. We don't want women our same height. The hell. Mm, so then those the majority NBA players, majority of any tall person over six, I can guarantee they're probably dating someone who's shorter than them. So then they would have to get somebody like in the Guinness World Record of like the world's tallest men for that year. No, they just got to settle for shorties. No, no, that that's that's their that's their prize. Your prize is after you win the MVP is you get to yeah you get the man who's the tallest (laughs) man in the world. Because remember every year every year is changing. Fuck on medical disabilities. Chill out, chill out. Wait, those are medical disabilities. The people who are the tallest people in the world, they have Uh so many medical disabilities. They have to walk really? with canes. Their their bones are deformed. They they're weak. Their bones get weaker. And a whole lot of stuff. Yeah. Arthritis. That's why. That's why some of them don't yeah. live that long. Oh man! So you're literally saying that women that are over six feet tall have no options? No, they struggle to get relationships and men who want to date them because they're so tall. But you're just leaving them to drive. What should they do? I don't know. Figure it out. <laughs> I'm just stating facts. I don't have to answer. <laughs> Bro, maybe Google can tell you. No, oh my lord, Bro, Yo, if, dang. So, what about what about if you're if you're a guy and you have a sister who's over six feet tall? Like, can do they have hope for their sister? Man, start looking for a man early before you reach your full potential height. Oh my lord! But women get their height at like twelve or thirteen years old. Man, like tall women are heart. tall women are tall women for the rest of their life at 13 type and they be thing, wearing man. heels too bro because they want oh i see everybody wearing heels so i want to do it too you know that's tough right there because you know that's that entitled attitude like well my guy gotta be taller than me it's like y'all both rare like the audacity to have, be tall and, and wear a taller heel and then to demand that somebody taller love you when shorter girls just want to be loved and guys are just gonna flock to that be like dang I gotta put, I gotta, but also, I don't know, I don't know if this ties in too much, but like clothing is cheaper when you're a little bit shorter. I'm just saying, like, shoe sizes are cheaper. Like, you don't have to get burned, like, spending $200 at the store because you don't know the pricing on your shoes because you're like an outrageously large shoe number. <laughs> so, I can imagine it's the same thing on the female side. Like, imagine, a, you, imagine your girl having her, uh, your shoe size, like, or, a bigger shoe size than you. Like, oh, yeah, they whoa. definitely got issues. We got an article here listing all the benefits of being tall, and they're just disguising the weaknesses and benefits. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Like, like what? Like what? Tall means powerful. Anybody want a powerful woman? <laughs> the man wants to be powerful in the relationship. I'm just saying. Like, wait, wait. So you're saying like when Brittany Griner said that she can't play ball better than Demarcus Cousins, that was like, <laughs> bro, he'll concede. He don't even want to be around. What you talking about? <laughs> Yo, imagine that's that's girls' ways of flirting. Like, yeah, I'm strong, just like you. Well, like, yeah, that's I, a commonality of them picking fights with the guys they like. Yeah, but guys, do guys be even caring like that? Because it's like, man, you can you can almost beat me up if I didn't try. <laughs> <laughs> if someone's major physical turn on his legs, well, you got him. <laughs> <laughs> 
What the fuck now? Why they set it up like that? Great answer. I don't know. They that's the I'm just reading from the internet. I'm I'm just flowing it to the mic. Now nah, that's tough. But actually, now that you're now that you're actually looking at, at articles and stuff like that, like are you guys prepping up to uh you know make 2022 the best year yet? Because you know, we got we working on some stuff behind the scenes, and you know, I want to know y'all's take on it. Like, you got y'all see Argy Bros doing better, y'all see your blog post doing better because a lot of people starting to look at the NicoPingan.com website. And all of you guys have been like starting to, you know, get seen by other people. So do you guys plan on continuing that, improving that, changing things up? We're getting closer to figuring out what works. And in my opinion, to grow, you need two things. Mm. Structure mm-hmm. and consistency. Mm. And that's what this and is going to be about. consistency to always improve. Because mm. there's never going to be a stagnant point that we reach. We're always going to reach for new improvements. We're going to reach and look for new holes and new just things to fill and make ourselves feel more complete and be more complete. So there's always room for improvement anywhere and everywhere. Mm. Consistency. What was the first one, Fred? Structure. Mm. With that on the consistency and the structure... And having that in place, that's going to allow a lot more room for growth, essentially, right? Yep. By having structure, we know what's what's there, what's not, where there's room to grow. Structure allows you to see the future and also plan for it. Also seeing your current. So it's, it, structure is a key to everything, honestly. You be, that's the foundation. Hmm. Without order, there is chaos. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't have said it better myself. And that's amazing. Summarize it up. Facts. Do y'all have anything that y'all want to promote before we close this potentially last episode of season one let me think on that i'm definitely going to guarantee i'm going to be writing a lot more this year so y'all are going to get a viewpoint into my mind Mm. whether you like it or not honestly you may not like it (laughs) more stories on the way stay tuned nico pinging man you're yo i just want to say that we are actually doing our very best to bring you guys a lot of good content i wish i could reveal everything that we got going on all I can say is check out NicoPingan.com. I'm starting to expand my content creation. I've always had it in me to not only put my friends on, give them a platform for them to thrive on. Also, I want to do as much as possible to put other people on. That's why we are trying to structure things on because I'm doing a lot behind the scenes as well as I'm doing a lot of highlights. I'm doing a lot of promoting other people on my personal platform. So I'm trying to make sure that I can do as much as possible so that way once we start having guests come on board that we can, you know, see them. But with that said, I don't want to take too much of your time. You listener out there, thank you for listening. And this could potentially have been the last season or the last episode of season one. So the next time you hear us, it will potentially be season two and we're going to have brand new stuff out there. Again, I can't reveal much or else these dudes are going to shut me down. But just stay tuned. With that being said, Argue Bros, season one, we are done. Hold up, hold up, hold up. I just would like to make a disclaimer. Tall women, I, I love you. I-, I just want that to be known. He's six foot four, so he literally does love you. You he and your sexy you. six foot long legs. Yeah. <laughs> we could be tall together. We could be t- you could wear heels and I still probably be taller. It's- it's- I got you. I got you. You ever seen a chihuahua humping like a little like couch or some shit? <laughs> I'm that chihuahua, baby. Remember that. <laughs> Oh my lord. Argue Bros <laughs> season one done. You've been listening to Argue Bros. We hope you enjoyed the show. 
Don't forget to follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and leave us a review to let us know what you think. Keep listening and we'll catch up with you next week.